Toddler 2 beaten to death by mother's boyfriend for wetting the bed. Jamarius Devante Graham, 21, of Jacksonville, Florida, was babysitting his girlfriend's daughter. While mom was at work, things turned tragic on April 21st, 2016. Graham admits he beat Aaliyah Lewis, 2, with a plastic coat hanger in a belt after she accidentally wet his bed. He reportedly spanked her 20 times with the belt, according to reports, from head to toe, and struck her with the hanger until it broke. Aaliyah was dead on arrival at UF Health Jacksonville. The couple waited 90 minutes after Aaliyah exhibited breathing problems to seek help. The toddler was crying in a FaceTime video to her mother, but her boyfriend assured her he didn't take things too far. And mom was afraid she'd be in trouble with Child Protective Services. So she waited. Jacksonville.com reports the medical director for the Duval County Child Protection Team reviewed the medical files and concluded Lewis died from a combination of physical injury and neglect, according to the Florida Department of Children and Families report. Jacksonville's medical examiner's office could not determine the cause of death. However, an autopsy revealed multiple traumatic injuries to her head, torso, and extremities, as well as fluid and swelling to the lungs and brain. According to the state attorney's office, the aggravated child abuse charge against Graham carries a 30-year maximum and reflects the findings of the medical examiner's office which indicated the cause and manner of death could not be determined. Graham's sentencing is scheduled for April 17, 2017. No charges have been filed against Aaliyah's mother. Why not? It was still under her watch. If you're a manager in a store, if you're a store manager in a Home Depot or a Lowe's, or a Walmart, and you have employees who are working under you, who you look over, who you are supposed to guide, and they're goofing off, and they knock something off of the top shelf onto the next aisle, and, and it crushes customers who are there. That's on you. Of course it's on the people who did it, but that's also on you, because you run this ship. If you're the captain of the ship, anything that goes on on that ship you're responsible for. This is no different. So you can't place blame that way. But you know, I have a lot to say. And again, I'm going to go off a little bit here and understand that I'm not speaking about all of my sisters and all of my brothers, but some of my sisters and some of my brothers. And some of them are too sensitive to take it when they deserve it. So they'll say, oh, you're bashing an entire race of people. Or you're talking about them because they're young and you're older. Young and old ain't got nothing to do with it. Stupid comes in different ages, sizes, shapes, and colors. So anybody can be stupid 
Any, anybody could be demented. Anybody could be twisted. And I'm not bashing sisters and bashing women. I'm going to say it again. But I'm calling it out for what it is because there are too many of us out here who are acting stupid like this. And what do I mean acting stupid? Jamarius Devontae Graham, 21. Look at the mugshot. Look at the photo. The photo I'm going to put right here. And you should see it on my banner. The man looked great. 21 years old. Let's, let's break this down. He was babysitting his girlfriend's daughter. His girlfriend's daughter. He's 21 years old. The girlfriend's daughter. Well, who's the girlfriend's daughter's father? And you got a 21-year-old. I mean, three years ago, he graduated high school. If he graduated high school, what is he doing in your place? I'm assuming. And you're at work and he's home. Does he work the night shift? Ladies, and I'm speaking about these type of ladies. Where do you find these dudes from? Why is it so important to get any old knucklehead to be a, to, to have a man? An unemployed man, I'm assuming. Let's, I'm assuming, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe he's the most upstanding member of society and, and, and a pillar of decency in the community. Maybe, maybe I'm wrong on that. But I'm assuming not. Because I see it too much. You all know I'm in the street all day and I drive the bus and I overhear some real ghetto, ghettofied, hood, 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 hoodified, hood-like conversations. And I'm surprised stuff like this doesn't happen even more. So many of our sisters, so many of them, and some people get on me for calling my sisters queens. All of our sisters are not queens and princesses. I mean, Jews call some of their sisters princesses, Jewish American princess. And some of our sisters deserve to be called princesses because they're doing the right thing. They're not laying up with any old man, right? They're just not letting it fly that way. They have a goal. They have focus. They feel the urge for the festivities of procreation also. But guess what? They control themselves. And if need be, masturbate. You don't want to end up like one of these young ladies who in their teen years plop out 50 million kids and they're mad at the world because their 20s, when they look back, all they did was change diapers and, and take care of kids. And they get to their 30s now and the kids are a little bit more on their feet and now they're looking for a man. Or they're looking to make up for lost fun. It's too late. And for those of you who have this mentality, there is no fun. Look who's president of the United States now. Imagine somehow, some way, Donald Trump took away what benefits you have. You'd be up Craps Creek. But imagine the child, Aaliyah, urinated in his bed. So he does live there unless she dropped the child over by his place. But look. Just like when you go for a job dealing with the care of children, you have to have a background check. See? So it's easy for these guys or women to slip past that when you as a mother just say, okay, look after my kid. There is no background check. Was this man on meds? Is he crazy? Does he have a psychological problem? Is he a sexual predator? 
See, too many women just take it for granted that, oh, he's okay. He won't do anything. This is how these stories happen. And they just assume because he speaks proper or, but what does this man have going for him? What is he doing with his life? You don't know him. 21 years old? Jamarius Devontae Graham? Those names kill me down here in the South, y'all. I'm not knocking anybody, but... And look at them, right? But see, too many of our sisters want props. Let's go a little deeper. Too many of our sisters want props for basically being a biological sperm receptacle. They're out there partying in the street, drinking and smoking and whatever, laying up. You can afford weed, but you can't afford a condom. And just to get a man. And it's not even just that. A lot of these young ladies know that they are going to get pregnant. That, that is the purpose for them, to get pregnant. I'm speaking about a small slice of the community, y'all. I'm not bashing my sisters. But there are some uh, 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 Terminator hoochies out here. And they will come for your sperm by any means necessary. And when they do this, they know what type of man they're dealing with. See, how many times you see these women with four and five and six and seven and eight kids? Yes, eight. Barely 22 years old with eight kids. And all the baby daddies are gone. They know this because they know the state will take care of them. Even if the baby daddy is not gone and he's lurking around somewhere. He's just a sperm donor and she knows this. And so she'll lay up unprotected, not even looking at the fact that she might catch a disease. I'm going around all the way around to come around and say something at the end of this, right? But she might catch a disease, so she gets pregnant. And the first thing she does now is she's filling out papers to get that aid. She better be glad that she didn't get AIDS. So now she's sitting up. She has the one child, two and three and four. She's sitting up all day at home. In a Section 8 apartment with other hoochies who are in Section 8 apartments. And there's a subculture that has been developed. You have all these single young women with a bunch of babies like a camp. And you have, you have no men. The men come around. But again, they're sperm donors. And so you have... A, a, a hoochie, a, a, a sister. I hate to call them that, but that's what it is because they act like that. You act like it. I'm going to call you that. If you act like a tree and look like a tree, I might piss on you or a dog might piss on you. But this is the deal. They're sitting around and they know the value of a man's sperm. Value. Some have value and some don't. Now you have the sister here who has five and six kids. Her Section 8 apartment is, is, is paid for. She has nothing on her mind except to lay up and have more. But now she gets on the bus and she sees the bus driver. Or she sees the police officer in the street. Or the correction officer when she goes to visit Jamarius or Shantavius or whatever the names are. This is Florida, y'all. And she talks to him. Oh, a bus driver. Um, could you tell me uh, where's the closest Walmart? After you see her for months going to Walmart, but now she wants to talk. Breasts hanging out all over the place. 
what, what what's behind that trying to sound sexy or be so nice because you just got your hair done you didn't get near me when your hair wasn't done when your morning breath was flaming when you came on with sandals instead of heels when you had no makeup on but no you want to take a shot at a man who has sperm that has more value i'm not saying me personally right but symbolically, but I'll use my experience. You got the four or five babies already. You got the income on lock. But now it's time to go for bigger prey. And when you're on your knees, you ain't praying. But that's the lure. Oh, bus driver, your legs look so sexy. Licking your lips up. Knowing good and darn well, you will perform the act. But it's not going to be performed to its completion. Sorry to get nasty, but these these chicks use tricks. In a minute, that magic moment might arrive in their mind. They jump on it with no condom. Because they know you have a good job. They know that you get paid. They know that you have to live a clean life to, to handle such a job. And getting child support out of you is so easy. Almost as easy as getting the valuable sperm out of you. So there are a lot of men out here who don't even realize the value of their sperm. My sperm is not as valuable as that top paid NFL player. My sperm is not as valuable as that actor who, who, who has blockbuster hits. Will Smith's sperm is worth more than mine. Hoochie's all over the world with no problem. Oh, Will Smith's coming through the hood. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Let's see if we get something going with him. That's the mentality. You, 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 you get your base income from the brothers who don't care. Well, he gonna get locked up anyway. I'm gonna have me about four or five men. So you don't care about the child. The child is just circumstantial. The child is just a catalyst to get you to the level that you want to get to because you don't want to work because you have no vision for a good life. And sometimes I can't always blame you because you had no example. You might have been a child growing up under a hoochie mama and saw the world with limitations because your world was small. But after a while, you have to bear responsibility for your actions and how you've lived your life because you're exposed to more after a while. And some women choose to stick their head in the sand and say, you know what? This is it for me. But if you look at gentrification going on all over the country, the hoods are being torn apart. What are you going to do when you have to leave the hood and your hood is gentrified and you have to face the music of dealing in the real world? What are you going to do? I mean, you've got to feel stupid. A dog can lay down and have pups it didn't take any wisdom it didn't take any intellectual fortitude to lay down and let some man sperm up inside of you but then after you party your teenage years away and your early 20s away if you make it that far before catching a deadly disease or getting caught up with some abusive man who kills you and if you make it that far you want props as a mother now, all of a sudden, we're supposed to respect you as a mother. But you didn't do anything to be a mother. All you did was, was pop out offspring. But many of you don't care for the children. Many, many of you don't act like you care. 
and don't know how and don't care to care. You just want that check. You just want those designer clothes. You want your weave done. You want that big phone, expensive phone. Girl, Metro PCS, I got this iPhone. I got the Samsung, so-and-so and so-and-so, and your kid's hungry. Like the old Jamaican song back in the late 80s. Please tell me if you know what the title is. I used to love it, but I, I can't find it on YouTube. Trash and ready and your picnic hungry. Trash and ready and your picnic hungry. You're ready for the club. You're trash and ready. Everything done up. But your picnic hungry. Your children are hungry. Cold in their eye that hasn't been wiped out for three days. Drool on the side of their face. Mommy, I'm hungry. And you go to McDonald's two for two and get or get some nuggets or get a cheap pizza pizza full of wheat, bleached wheat. God knows what else, full of salt. And you shove it down their throat. What kind of nutrition is that? Cheap nutrition starch. Just the other day, and it pissed me off. And yes, I am pissed off when I hear stories like this about some child getting killed. By some boyfriend. She probably didn't even know the boyfriend for a whole year. I'm saying a year. Maybe a few months. There's a young lady who got off my bus. Right? Now when you get on a bus here in Orlando, Florida. Right? You have your baby carriage. You're not allowed to keep the baby carriage or keep the baby in the baby carriage and just roll it on like that. No. Because if I have to stop abruptly, there may be some damage to the child. He might roll away or the thing might flip and he might break his neck. You have to hold your child. So we wait while you break down the baby carriage and you hold your child and you walk on and I'll let you pay on your way out. You understand? So you don't have to stand up there and risk anything else. Somebody bumping into you for sit down. You can put your money in before you get out. Some 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 say that and run out. I know. Go ahead. Your life is your punishment. It means nothing to me. Well, anyway, this young lady. She gets on. She had hood tendencies. She was screaming at the kid. Why don't you shut up, you little MF? I said, oh, God, I'm not in the mood to hear this or deal with this. And nobody corrects. None of the women, older women, none of the men. They just cuss their kids and people just watch, ready to pull their phones out in the back of their mind, ready to say, world star. It's sickening to me. What I have to observe, this is why when I run into somebody who has intelligent conversation, who has some sense, I don't want them to go, please, ride, ride around with me one more trip. I need this. I feel like a shipwrecked survivor on Gilligan's Island or something. Like, you know, come on, talk. I'm lonely here. I'm lonely like a daycare worker. Daycare workers around babies all day. They're beat for conversation. Anybody I can talk to, please. So anyway, she, she, she gets on the bus. She's sitting down, right? And she's on her phone. She has the baby up in her arm, but she's watching the phone. The baby's drooling, coughing, snotting, sneezing. She doesn't take the time to wipe or clean the baby's face, but she's down in that phone. I'm like, this is disgusting. But you would not believe what happened next. You will not believe what, ha what happened next. And this is why I am like this. I might just start to go on a crusade and doing more videos on situations like this just to call people out. People out. Like the other guy likes to bash black women. Well, I might be like him going after irresponsible parents who put their children in danger. I think that's a righteous cause. I'm not just going to focus on just that. But when I see something like this, it holds a special place in my heart.
Well, anyway, back to the story. She pulled the cord. Ding! She wants to get off at the next stop. And it's in the hood. It is what it is. I slow down the bus. I lower the bus so she doesn't have to step down as much. And I'm not really looking at her per se. I know when she gets off the bus, right? I'm sitting here looking at other things. I'm looking at the dashboard. I'm checking some things. I'm looking outside, looking at the traffic around us. Cars drive up on sidewalks sometimes. You know what I mean? She's getting off with a child. So I'm not staring at her directly as she walks past me sideways. But I see her in my peripheral vision. She walks off. I see the light from her phone because this was nighttime. She opens up the baby carriage. She starts to walk away. Now, I was at a red light, so she starts to walk away. I didn't close the door right away because at that particular stop, people run up on you at the last minute and they, they, hey, hey, let me on. So I, I stood there for a second. Plus, it was real funky on the bus. I had to get some fresh air. This went by for a few seconds. She started to walk away. I thought all was cool. She's looking at her phone. I look over at her. All of a sudden, the passengers start screaming, hey, 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 tell that girl to get back over here. So I look, I look over to the people who are screaming. I'm like, what did she do? Did she cut somebody or something? Tell her to get back over here. I said, what happened? Why? She left her baby on the seat. I'm like, oh my God. Homegirl got off the bus, opened the carriage, and was so caught up in what was going on on her smartphone, she did something so dumb like leaving her child on the bus. Now, what if, right? Because I can't watch everything. It's a little, little baby, about a year old. She put the baby on the dirty behind seat. She didn't carry her child with her the same way that she got off. Or got on, rather. Excuse me. But, look, this bus company has seats that that have fabric on them. And I never understood that. Fabric in a hot, humid climate like Orlando, Florida. Germs. People get on the bus and they urinate. They're farting. they've They've even left feces through their pants. Feces sauce. All kind of crotch sauce. Strange people on drugs, people with bad diets and sicknesses. You don't know what these people have. I have to fight germs every day. So I better be on point on my diet with the amount of people who are coughing and sneezing and touching things and the smells that they have. Fresh air is a wonderful thing and a gift from God. But it's amazing how this happened. And so she turned around. Oh, 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 thank you so much. I, I, I was just trying to find out what was happening. She's trying to give an ex- There is no explanation about what's going on on the reality TV show. And she's laughing. And another hoochie in the back signed off on her. Girl, I understand. It can be stressful sometimes. Well, you know what? You'll feel a whole lot more stress if you left that baby on the bus. Because what if? What if? There was a child molester or sexual predator sitting there. Nobody noticed. And what if nobody noticed? What if the child was put down in a way where nobody noticed where there might have been people sitting in the back and not toward the front. And this child predator sits next to the child and holds the child like it's his and nobody notices. And this sexual predator walks off the bus through the back door through the front door. And I don't notice. I have a lot going on, y'all. A 40-foot bus driving through 
neighborhoods where these people are driving crazy. Folks are walking out in front of you. Animals are jumping out in front of you. You have to make an abrupt stop because somebody in front of you stops. But yet a a split second before somebody stands up holding a baby, do I mash the brakes and make that baby fly? Do I jump into the left or right lane if there's an opening? First, I have to determine if there is an opening or not. So there's a lot. It's like playing a video game for 10 hours where you can't take your eyes off the screen. Doesn't stress me. I'm focused, but you better have your mind right there. So all I'm saying is that there are so many predators out here. There's so many situations out here. You have to be on your child like white on rice. You just don't toss the child around. Oh, I'll leave him with this one. Because see, it's become a burden to you because that's not what you wanted. You're not a real mother. This woman should be charged for the death of her child. And she didn't want to bring the child to the hospital right away. Because she was scared of, 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 of getting in trouble with child protective services. So she waited. It doesn't matter the situation. You get that child to some medical help immediately. And wait a second. The toddler was crying in a FaceTime video to a mother. In a FaceTime video, you're on, you're supposed to be at work, right? And you're on a FaceTime video. Now, maybe you took a break. I don't know. But your child is crying. And the boyfriend assured her that he didn't take things too far. Well, who are you, man? You're not even the child's father. See, so many of these dudes are looking for a place to live. And so in the ghetto hoochie hood camps, there are many women who have apartments. They have girlfriends. And it's P-U-S-S-Y heaven. And they're just so glad to have a piece of penis. They let any old man come on in. Now, this might not be the situation. But I use this situation to speak on something that I see constantly. It's a cycle. Man gets girl pregnant. Man goes to prison. Woman is pregnant and has child. Woman has no job. Woman has no career. Woman has no resources or backup. She applies and gets Section 8 and all types of welfare. She now has her place. She has all the wick milk and wick stuff to feed the kid. She gets all kinds of discounts. And she's sitting there. And the next man comes along because he's a predator also. He's looking for a place to live. He has all kind of baby mamas that he rotates. I hear this. Not all situations are like this. And again, let me say, I'm not speaking about all of my sisters, but those who are like this must be called out. Donald Trump is not your favorite president. And I'm, I'm really sick of it because there's an arrogance that many of these young ladies have. I'm doing it on my own. I'm doing, I don't have no help. But when the state is your baby daddy or the state is your daddy giving you Section 8, giving you welfare. And yes, most welfare is used by white folks, farmers. We know that the only reason why it appears that many of us black folks are on welfare is because of the concentration in the inner cities. But spread out all over the country, if you add up the white folks who and foreigners who are on welfare, it's way more of them. How are we going to be? The minority in this country at 13%, but get the majority of welfare. So white folks who are saying this, shut up. And I'm not trying to perpetrate a lie by saying this, but for those who are on it. And if you leave a stupid comment in the comment section against what I just said, that means you didn't listen to the whole video. And I'm not going to respond. We know that black folks are not the majority of those who are on welfare. 
But for those that are, and for those who fit this description, right? Of course, it's not a good thing. It's become a lifestyle for you. And the cycle continues. And when the man comes out of the jail, he comes back to sperm you up some more. And you have no problem with that because you realize his sperm has no value. So, so, so he, he's, he, you can throw him away. He's disposable. But then after you screw up being a glorified friction provider in a sperm receptacle, and you see that one guy who's doing good and you don't care if he's married or not. You want a man with some valuable sperm because that might be your future hookup. And you want this clown to come and take care of you and take care of your kids and and have the emotional thing and live happily ever after. Well, maybe if you turn your life around and made some effort and pulled your weight, maybe somebody will do that for you. But most of these men know the numbers are in their favor. So it becomes a game of cat and mouse. They want your sperm. The quickest way to scare one of these hoochies away is say, listen, I'm impotent and I just can't produce kids. My sperm count is extremely low. They don't want that. They want to get the sperm out of you. And I'm not painting everybody as being dumb because you have women out here who have been in situations. They've been married. They had three, four, five kids and everything is going well. And the husband dies. And it's an unfortunate situation. So you can't judge something on face value. I'll give you one mistake. You're young, you're emotional, and a guy uses you. He tells you he loves you. It seems like things are beginning to work out. You get pregnant and he's gone. I'm not a I'm not a drill sergeant like that. I have a heart. But too many of these people are so cold and they become like predators. And Facebook is their is their whole stroll now. Like you used to have the whole stroll back in the day at night in the red light district or the industrial areas of the city where nobody is around. You have the prostitutes that walk back and forth and you have the guys looking to get laid, driving back and forth, looking for the best deal to release their sexual tensions. You don't need a whole stroll anymore. Prostitution has gone undercover. Prostitution has gone cyber. It's a whole different ball game now. You can kick back in your house and be in the bed and be on Facebook talking smack, lining up your next trick. That's the way it is. But I I feel sorry and pray for Aaliyah. She's gone. A beautiful child. Didn't ask to be here. But these irresponsible parents and these irresponsible mothers. And yes, we can speak about the fathers, but the mother is the one who carries that child for nine months. And so there's no excuse. You have the final say on what goes on. And stop being so desperate for a man. Stop being so desperate to get deeper in this type of lifestyle because it's a dead end. You can't provide for your kids properly. You bring around these men who may abuse them. And this is how it happens. Because in their mind, they're saying, well, you know, this is not my child. I'm just trying to have a place to live. And get a little sum and get some food and chill out all day and watch TV and play video games or hang out and do nothing. And they're not thinking about the future. Look, I'm going to say this before I go. Ladies, real ladies, no matter how good the man talks, I'm not saying this guy who killed this child was a good talker. We're just speaking in concept. And again, I use these stories 
as a springboard to start a conversation in concept, right? But no matter how good these guys talk, you got to understand that you got to find somebody with vision. You have to find somebody who already has a plan in progress. If somebody's going to the supermarket and has no shopping list, they have no plan. They're just going and picking stuff off the shelf. They'll end up where they end up. They're not going to get what they need to get. You need to find somebody who has a vision. And if you really want to find someone good in your life, you need to have a vision and you need to have a drive with aspirations to get there. You can't wait on a man. You need to have your own the right way. You have to sacrifice. Life is not about a party. And you have children that are just circumstantial. It's not proper. It's not right. You're raising up a child to be just as ignorant as you because you have nothing to show that child. You just shove junk food and fast food down their throat and you cuss them out like they're a burden because you haven't changed. You are not a real mother. Just because you, you, you pushed out a baby does not make you a mother. Stop looking for mother props with hoochie ways. You should never get mother props with hoochie ways. And with Donald Trump being the president of the United States, so many of you are going to wake up in a sorry state of affairs. Make sure to check out the boldest blog at landscurve.com and follow Scurve on Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube under Lance Scurve.